What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 435th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. We've been doing this show for too long. <laughs> What's this wee stuff? Uh, I'm still the uh, fresh-faced kid. I'm the newbie. <laughs> New kid on the block. I am here, SBJ here. I messed up this whole intro. Will is here. <laughs> I want to keep things very positive this week. I'm very motivated to keep things positive. So if any of my ex-wives are listening, your horrible people go away. Don't take me down. How many are there now? Three. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's only been three in the amount of time that you've known me. I don't have secret wives that I'm parading around know. behind your back. I don't know. I'm not monitoring you every day. 2020's been wild. I don't know what <laughs> you have and haven't been doing. Certainly has. Greg here. I am here. Almost done with MasterChef. Australia Season 4. Eager to see what New Horizons <laughs> Season 5 <laughs> brings us. God, it's a living nightmare. Keep it positive, Greg. Keep it positive. It's wonderful. I am happy with the final five. I don't know where we are on the show right now. I napped quite a bit today while it was playing. We have a, uh, this is going to end up being a two-hour show. I, I try <laughs> not to have these shows be two hours, but there's always, like, some bit of news that you know we're going to argue about for way too long, and then at the end, we just all shrug our shoulders, and then, <laughs> <laughs> that's how we do! <laughs> I mean, we don't have to argue about it, just take my opinion as right, like it is, every time, and then we can move on. Oh, man, Greg, you sound like my second wife so bad right now. I told you, I'm trying to stay positive. Don't sound like Amy. Come on. Okay. I mean, Amy had a point, though. Oh, I'm sorry, Joanna was my second wife. Oh, man. oh, we're in it now. So we have Masters news. We have Pokemon Go news. We have Pokemon Center news. We have Zarud. That's probably one of the big things. And then the biggest thing is the Pokemon Go to home which everyone has a lot of mm. thoughts about. Let's start off with... Let's, let's do the Pokemon Go news first, because there's not a lot, and then let's go into the Pokemon Go to home, because I think that's our big topic, and we might as well just get out of the way. Off PokemonGoLive.com, there is a limited time test range increase from Monday, November 16th, until Monday, November 16th. So by the time this actually goes up, It'll be over, but I think it's still worth talking about because this is something that tra people, trainers, trainers, if you're lucky, we will increase the range again in the future. Um, ultimately, what Niantic did is they made it so you can trade up to 10 kilometers, which I don't know how many miles that is because I'm American. Uh, 6.2 because a 10K is a 6.2 mile race. Okay. Uh, so you could trade up to 10K. So it really lets you trade. Oh, gosh, that's not like a whole city. Well, depends on how big your city is. Uh, Milwaukee is way longer than six miles. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure Greg only lives about five miles away from me. And yes. he might as well live in East Egypt. for. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good distance. You guys could trade right now. We could. <laughs> I got nothing left to trade. I've moved everything into Pokemon Home. So that was temporary? Sure. I, 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 I guess they did it because of COVID, or that'll be the excuse they'll use. I mean, they should have done it, but we know that... I don't think trading, like, I think it's nice. I think it's cool that, like, 
Here's the thing. I ain't got no friends. I got no friends in the city to trade with. <laughs> there's plenty of podcast listeners in your city. So, uh, yeah, there's a couple. I don't know if I'm specifically Pokemon Go friends with them, but they did do it in a way where, I mean, you don't have enough time to become. I could have added those people on Thursday, but by the time this is over, I couldn't even become great friends, which I think is seven days, ten days. You gotta, you gotta reduce those Stardust. That Stardust cost will. Ugh. True. So this either leads to two things. They either they either do this again and keep it at 10k, and that's the new permanent cap, or they open it up to be like worldwide temporarily, so you can trade others. But there's this artificial rarity of you can only get Relicanth in New Zealand unless you attended the Pokemon Worlds event, which was like three days long, where Relicanth spawned for three days in DC. And I don't think that rarity is bad or not fun because it does, at least in my opinion, it does get it does make me excited when I see somebody who is well not in 2020. Well, it, it did make me excited when I saw somebody traveling from a different country, like our friend Mark from Australia, who traded me a Kangaskhan on my wedding day, which was really cool. That was before. None of us had Kangaskhan. It wasn't Kangaskhan. I'm sorry. It was Chatot, I believe, because. Kangaskhan was in eggs, and then Chatot was the new Pokemon. Sorry, Mark, I forgot what Pokemon you traded me on my wedding day. It was Chatot. I remember it now. Congratulations to Mark. Mark Mark had some good news recently, so I'll just throw congratulations in since we're talking about him. I mean, people want worldwide trading, right? Yes. People want worldwide sale of Pokemon, which is why we originally suspected the trading was distance limited. I'm sure they'll do it again. I'm sure this was a test. I'm not sure exactly what they were t- they were testing. Like, if it worked, I guess it worked. This is also off Pokemon Go Live. City Spotlight. Rediscover your city with your buddy Pokemon. Experience your city in a whole new way. City Spotlight is a new initiative we'll be launching in select cities for guy that guides trainers on adventures through their hometown or nearby places, highlighting special locations for trainers who explore while making memories with their buddy Pokemon. Kind of a tr- like a, kind of like a treasure hunt. I think this actually exists in Ingress, but I don't know what it's called. And no one plays Ingress. <laughs> You'll have the opportunity to discover exciting surprises by exploring outdoors, and all while remaining socially distanced. Through individual research tasks, walking-based gameplay, and social distance bonuses, we are work. We have worked with each city to m- m- promote an initiative and design gameplay in compliance with health and safety guidelines. So on Sunday, November twenty-second, from ten to six local time. Trainers in the following cities will be able to take part in city spotlight initiatives. So that would be Tainan, Taiwan, Kyoto, Japan, Auckland, New Zealand, which I think is like the only country in the world with no COVID, Busan, South Korea. The city spotlight initiatives will feature both free and ticketed content. Details of what included are, um, the details of what included in each experience are below. This is the free experience. The City Spotlight timed research. Take your buddy around the city. Take snapshots with a Pokemon to earn Poffins, Stardust, and Lucky Eggs. Spin Pokestops for a chance to get special stickers. Take part in Pokestop scanning completion. Check how your city is faring in the standings on the online leaderboard. The city with the most AR mapping completed by the end of the weekend will get an exclusive event featuring one-fourth hatch distance. 
and you will receive a special reward when you complete AR mapping. And if you buy a ticket, which is $4.99, by the way, you get everything in the free experience that we just talked about. The following Pokemon will be attracted to your event. Onyx, Lapras, Unknown Sea, Nosepass. Boy, I'm sure people are jumping for joy for that spawn. Rhyhorn, Doduo, Mantine, Pidgey, Pelipper, Pidgeot, and Stoutland. If you're lucky trainers, you may encounter a shiny Unknown Sea. Unknown Sea is only available for the duration of the event for trainers who purchase the ticket. Explore the city with your buddy Pokemon to earn city special spotlight research. Complete the research to receive a Poffin. This is on top of the other gifts. A Poffin, an incense, a super incubator, three lucky eggs, a lure module, and an encounter with Lapras, XP, and a Stardust. You'll be able to earn up to three extra hearts in your buddy in every category. Your buddy will know uh your buddy will know that an exciting adventure is ahead. Give it treats, it will automatically become excited. So that's like a free poffin. You will get one fourth the hatch distance while your spotlight initiative is active. And incense will be more effective when you are walking and it will last for two hours. You can purchase a ticket starting Tuesday, November 10th to Sunday, November 22nd. A tickets cannot be purchased with Poke Coins, and that, that is the event. I, I I don't know the COVID situation, but anytime there's an event in a city that's going to be brought up in this day and age, but I know New Zealand is pretty safe and clear. I don't think they have had any cases for the last month. Um, I'm pretty sure South Korea is really good. Yep, you're correct. That is correct? Uh, yeah, South Korea has been very good about managing it. Uh, I think Japan is pretty okay. Uh, at least the, I mean, I mean is... in general, nowhere is okay. Yeah. I mean, we just have to say that right now. New Zealand also had a spike. They've all had spikes. Their spikes just have not been America's as spikes. bad <laughs> as a lot of other places, particularly America. So, like, let's be clear. They don't have it completely under control. They have it under better control. It is probably slightly safer, but there is still there is still risk. There's still risk in all of these places. It's less as long as they all remain outside. And for New Zealand and for a lot of places in the summer hemisphere, they're heading into their summer, so it is going to be warmer and more likely for them to be outside. So it is safer, but it's not safe. It's not 100% safe. So I guess the question is, why is Niantic even doing this if... Well, I mean, it's still an outside-oriented event, so... Yeah. People can be safe outside. It does bring to mind that I've had this weird thing which i have maybe now maybe i understand a little bit but in my field research i have a little ar mapping thing that says mm-hmm. to scan a particular thing and i'm like what what why why does it want me to do that <laughs> that was like the thing they pulled from harry potter the ar scanning stuff but what's the point i don't know what it I does well, number one i don't need three here. potions <laughs> right <laughs> I don't know, because anytime I spin a Pokestop, I'm, like, walking very fast because it's very cold outside. So it's like, I, you're not keeping me out here for two extra minutes to scan this thing, Niantic. I don't need ten but extra it's, Pokeballs. No, it's a field research. I mean, you do all your field researches. No, I throw away field researches. Oh. I mean, if it's, if it's like, ten Pokeballs or, like, three potions, I'm throwing it away. If it's a Pokemon spawn, I'll keep it. But I don't need any more... Like right now, I have five. Catch five Pokemon for five pinaps. I don't need five pinaps. I have four hundred of them. 
I I completely deleted every Pokeball, every potion, every revive, and every berry that I had in my inventory this morning. How? Wait, what? How are you going? Oh, you completely deleted the Pokeballs, not the Great Balls. All no, I did all the balls. I I I will. I guaranteed I will have a hundred of each by this time tomorrow. By or in time for Community <laughs> Day tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I don't think the city spotlight is the worst thing in the world. It's not the worst. I mean, it's fine. I mean, go outside, be safe. Not the... not everyone can go outside, but they're not asking you to go into a building. They're not asking you to gather in groups. It is still pretty I can it's say in my situation is very easy for me to walk down walk out of the house, walk to the park, not see a single soul, maybe see a couple people at the park. The park is so big that it's very easy for me to not even come close to those people. So I could still play Pokemon Go very safe, at least in Milwaukee. Uh, but where I would prefer to play, which is a mall, I would not feel comfortable there because one, it's indoors. Two, there's a million people there not knowing how to wear masks. Three, I have I don't want to be in that situation. But uh, the only reason I would want to go to the mall is because it's uh, heated and uh, not windy because it's inside. And it has bathrooms. And it has bathrooms. And it is getting very cold in Wisconsin. So it's going to uh, be... With the right attitude, the world is your bathroom. So you don't really True. need to have that as a criteria. But I, th- I, do think the- <laughs> <laughs> I do think the general premise of do go to these Pokestops, which I think is what the the, the ideal is, uh, is yeah. like go from this Pokestop to this Pokestop to this Pokestop, and then it is giving you a guide to explore the city, and probably it would be like ideal if you've never been there before, or maybe you don't get out to your downtown area before to like show you parts of the city you might not know. I think that definitely exists in Ingress, although I don't know what it's called. Um, so I think Niantic just brought this over from Ingress. There was an app back, um, gosh, like eight years ago. It was like when Foursquare was blowing up. Oh. Um, and I think it was called Gowala. And yeah, I remember that. And that they had experience like that in the app. So Gowala was a competition to Foursquare, except Gowala had these experiences. I remember because I was very into Gowala, and when I went to San Fran- uh, when I went to San Francisco for a job thing, uh, they had a bunch in that city. So what you would do is you would open the app and it would say, like, here are eight things for you to visit. And you would you would go to it and it would show you on the map of, like, the path to take. And then you would check into each one. And the idea was, like, here you've never been here before. Here's how you experience this part of the city. And it was really, really cool. Aren't they coming back? They're coming back. Koala's coming, coming back? back. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely oh, am pretty sure uh, they're I'm coming in. back. Part of me is excited for this Niantic thing because if I do one day <laughs> travel in the future to like Taiwan or Kyoto or Auckland, it would be cool to have an experience like that while playing Pokemon Go to be like, hey, you should go to this part of the city and visit these 10 locations. And now we think that that's what is worth it for you to see. I think that's cool. Yeah, I was a bit just disappointed because they, I just the way you know, it's it's a news item that I actually read. How strange, I know. And the way that the first part was written, <laughs> it's like coming to many cities. It might be coming to your city. And then I get to the list of cities, and I was like, these are weird cities that I've never visited, and I don't have a way to get to right now because yep. I don't even have a passport. 
Before we get to the go to home stuff, Mega changes to Mega Evolution in Pokemon Go. <laughs> this is off Pokemon.com. Since Pokemon Go has launched Mega Evolution in late August, trainers have been had the opportunity to collect Mega Energy by battling in raids. The ultimate goal, of course, is to give yourself an edge in raids by Mega Evolving select Pokemon. However, the certain aspects of Mega Evolution require some fine tuning. Here some implemented. Uh, here are some imp- implemented changes. To begin with, the Pokemon that had previously Mega Evolved now require less Mega Energy for subsequent. Subs- subsequent mega evolutions we have also increased the amount of mega energy that a trainer can receive for completing a raid these changes should make it easier to continue mega evolving your pokemon we are implementing additional changes soon including new ways to earn mega evolution mega energy outside of raids soon you'll be able to earn mega energy by walking your buddy or performing research tasks trainers will also receive a bonus of candy when catching a pokemon that is the same type as your Mega Evolve Pokemon. In the meantime, keep earning Mega Energy, keep Mega Evolving, and keep being the best trainer you can be. I don't think there's any surprise there. This nope. is this is the... I, 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 I still stand by, I said this like two months ago on the podcast, that the, it, this had nothing to do with trainers complaining. This is the same... These are the same companies that made like Dragon Scales and upgrades really hard to get, and now they're incredibly easy to get it was really hard to get a Sinnoh stone like two years ago now they hand out Sinnoh stones left and right it's kind of still hard to get you know stone but i'm sure as soon as fennekin chespin and what's that frog called froki show up i'm sure <laughs> what's that Crokey? stupid frog uh i'm sure you know stones will be easier to get it's just like the pokemon go away oh yeah i mean they make it you know they make it easier for the filthy casuals out there Gotta take advantage of your whales. Speaking of whales, I don't know if that's a good transition. Where it's is not, but <laughs> speaking of whalers, that's the transition you're looking for. This is the press release here. Media alert. Pokemon Go is now officially connected to Pokemon Home, giving trainers the opportunity to transfer a Pokemon from Go to Home. This feature is rolling out to all trainers based on level. Uh, as of this podcast, it is available to everyone. Trainers will use the new feature in Pokemon Go called the Go Transporter to transfer Pokemon from to from Pokemon Go to home. Every time you transfer a Pokemon, some energy will be drained from the Go Transporter. The energy used by the Go Transporter will recharge over time, but can re- be replenished with Poke Coins. The energy cost depends on the variety of Pokemon you are transferring. To celebrate. Trainers who transfer a Pokemon from Go to Home will receive the mythical Pokemon Melmetal. This Melmetal can Gigantamax in any battle in Sword and Shield that allows it. Melmetal will be received through a mystery gift on the mobile device version of Home. Trainers then can use their Nintendo Switch version of Home to transfer to Melmetal to Sword or Shield, add it to their team. This is the first time Gigantamax Melmetal has been available to trainers. You couldn't reference, you couldn't use Max Soup on Melmetal before. And you still can't. So don't miss out on this chance to team up with this mythical steel-like Pokemon. After transferring a Pokemon from Go to Home, trainers can open the mystery box, causing the rare mythical Pokemon Meltan to appear. Trainers can evolve Meltan to Melmetal with 400 Meltan candy. That is... It's here. It was kind of a... (laughs) Lackluster launch, I guess. (laughs) It kind of came as a surprise. 
there, it there was no like in a yeah. week this is going to happen. It was just like, oh wait, hey, all of a sudden you can do it all now. Suddenly it's here. I mean, it's before the end of the year, which was their requirement. I really thought they were going to wait till like two days. Before. I did too. <laughs> but they they didn't. They what is like what three weeks for Crown Tundra now? Yeah. Okay, so uh, how do you guys feel about it? What's the... I mean, my basic thing, and of course this is a very Will Anderson thing, is I have literally read instructions on how to do it, and I still can't figure out how to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just frustrated and i keep just saying to myself you know what you already have all of these pokemon in pokemon home you don't need (laughs) no urgency in getting them over but man i'd really like to just be able to touch a pokemon and say send this one to home and it'll say okay you have enough and it'll go but is the main main problem like they like hid the button in the settings menu (laughs) yeah i mean the button's hidden in the setting menu the costs are hidden for all intents and purposes like how much things will eat up your transport energy i do have the cost in front that we can talk about but yeah that's not very clear on what costs what the refill price is either the most money grabby thing they've ever done or the we actually don't want you to use this feature because it's so stupidly expensive I think it's the latter personally. Uh, I mean, that's just it, for now. They'll, they'll, they. I mean, yeah. probably bring it down at some point. They should. It's ridiculous how expensive that is. Yeah, this is this is like a weird conversation because we have to like you can't just talk about the price without acknowledging like what Pokemon costs what in energy. Right. <laughs> oh, and that's hidden, and it's so ugh. It, and also, it's why, a why wasn't experience with with all the crummy news alerts that this game gives you every time you try to start? And I'm just like, I just want to start the game so I can send some gifts. I don't need half an hour of eggs opening and this alert and that alert. And why did they not send me a little news alert saying, "Hey, it's it's here, and here's how you do it"? You guys just telling me that I had to go into settings that. Every instruction that I read on how to do this was, well, you have to be signed into your Nintendo account. Okay, nobody said go here to sign into it. I was like, of course yeah. I'm signed into my Nintendo account. I live there. Yeah, I, this is this has to be like a Japanese Pokemon thing because they they launched it. They launched it at like 5 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday because mm-hmm. I got access to it right away. And I was like, well, I'm going to start my Twitch stream early because... Uh, that is going to be the talk of the night of like, we can do this now. How do you do this? What did you transfer? How much does it cost? What's going on? They didn't tweet. They, as in Niantic and the Pokemon company, didn't tweet or didn't put out anything official until like 11 p.m. Central Time, which is 9 p.m. Pacific. And then that is like, it was what, like uh, noon in Japan or something. So they they didn't do anything until Japan said like, "Hey, this is this is ready to go." So for almost for 6 hours, it was available to level 40, but like no information existed besides yeah. figure it out yourself, which for me it was it was pretty easy to figure out 
Um, but if you were like level thirty-eight and you saw all these like other people doing it, and people like are, was. and people are like, "Well, you got to go into your settings and you got to connect your Nintendo account," and that didn't appear. Uh, yep. Like I understood because I we've been covering this dumb game for four years <laughs> that it was that it was a slow rollout, right? I don't think I don't think most hardcore Pokemon Go players thought it was going to be restricted to level forty. I think most of us. Most of us who have been playing this game for a long time was like, okay, this is how they always do it. When they did yeah. trading, it was level 40. Yeah. When they did battles, it was level 40. When they did raids, it was but, level 40. But if you are a casual Pokemon Go player and you see that people are doing this and you're level 32, you're like, where's my button? What am I doing? Right. And so I was there on a Twitch stream helping those people, but not every... Unfortunately, as it turns out, not the entire world watches my Twitch stream, so they're on Twitter being like, I don't know what's happening. They're on Reddit being like, what's going on? Why can't I do this? Now that everyone can do it, that's fine. And as of that evening, you know, six hours after they launch it, they go, hey, this is now available. I don't understand why this button is hidden under the system yeah. settings. Well, I, I mean, so I went in, I just saw that it was available, I went in, I looked everywhere, and I'm like, well, it's not here, so then I checked to see if there was an update. Like, in the absence of official information, like, there wasn't, I mean, I could have stopped for, and I did think, oh, after I checked everywhere, and there was something, I'm like, oh, this has to be restricted. But since I didn't have that information up front, and people are like, and there were a few things like, hey, it's out now. And nobody was saying, but it's restricted. I did spend some time thinking, is it broken? Am I missing it? Like, I'm looking at screenshots and it's just not there. And then eventually I'm like, oh, it is probably restricted to level 40s. But they could have said something. <laughs> I'm assuming Niantic couldn't say anything until the Pokemon company tweeted first, which is what it happened. The Pokemon Japanese account tweeted first, then Niantic tweeted, then the English account tweeted. But it was weird that they turned it on s s six hours before their tweet. <laughs> I, th this company is just horrible about communicating things. That's yep. just fun. They just need to hire me. I'm I'm fantastic at communicating. Come on, folks. Okay, so uh, <laughs> before we get to the energy costs, a couple things. There are two Pokemon specifically you cannot transfer. Um, one is Spinda, and the other oh, is... There's more than two, but yeah. The other is Black Kiram slash White Kiram. You can transfer Kiram, but you cannot... Well, Black Kiram and White Kiram technically aren't in the games, but for whatever reason, you cannot transfer those, and you cannot transfer Spinda. The other things you I cannot mean, the transfer. The thing is just weird. I, I mean, assuming it has to do with the dot pattern. Right, because there's like three billion Spindas, but there's only like right. nine of them in Pokemon Go. And I right. guess they don't want those nine to be common in Sword and Like, I don't. Well, you I mean, they're not in Sword and Shield. Right, that's true. I mean, you could. It's. it's you could I randomize them. When you transfer them, but then people would be mad, I guess, that they yep. spot exactly. patterns yeah. change? Absolutely, they would be mad. But, like, you know, they had to know... I mean, the only thing I think of is that they are trying to figure out what random string makes that pattern, and then we'll finally feed that to Niantic so Niantic can lock it in when it moves. I guess their goal is, like, we don't want two spindles to be exactly the same. 
But two spindles can be exactly the same. And that was the whole point in Pokemon Go was like, I can collect all the patterns. Right. And I mean, see, this is where like Pokemon Go mentality fights with the other Pokemon games mentality, because in a traditional Pokemon game, it's I will get random Spinda. Hopefully I enjoy the pattern. And in Pokemon Go, it was like, there are these nine patterns. I must collect all nine yeah. of these patterns. I mean, people saying that there can't be two Spindas are the same people say that there can't be two snowflakes that are the same. <laughs> there can be. I mean, yeah, there can be, but the likelihood of you finding somebody. The likelihood somebody... of you finding them is rare, because, but ice crystals only grow in a certain pattern, and there is an integer that determines Spinda spots. So they need to figure that out and lock it into place. Or they're just going to keep it trapped and go forever. It's just a yeah. It's not no, a big I, deal. It's just a weird. It's a weird thing on top of a bunch of other weird things that they did. Look, I, don't, I mean, <laughs> there's only probably like two people out there in the entire world that are upset that their spindles cannot be moved over, and I'm and sure one of them is a really good friend of mine, and I'm sure. <laughs> that oh, that dude's never played Pokemon Go. A I'm day sure in that his they're life. actually mad. That untrue. But can, can we talk about the real issue here? <laughs> Which is. I can't move any of my hat Pikachus. Yeah. yeah. Well, we knew that was coming. They they said like a month ago that most costumes won't be moved over. But uh, I refuse to accept this. I refuse. That that is in so many games and in home. I mean, you couldn't it's move cosplay so Pikachu weird. in auras. Yeah, I But okay, the annoying thing is that of all the Pokemon in the universe, uh huh, the ones that make that are like these are real special Pokemon Go Pokemon that it's like I would want to have in Pokemon Home with my collection of my all this Pokemon that I love and adore are the costume ones. Yeah. And otherwise it's just like I I mean, I just moved a shiny Pikachu and I'm like, all right, great. Shiny Pikachu. Huzzah. I could have <laughs> bred that myself in any number of different Pokemon games. But a witch hat Pikachu? No, I only got that in Pokemon Go. Yep. Let the witch hat Pikachu free. I mean, they, they could it could happen at a later date. When, when I, I'm hope. like hit and miss on the hat Pikachu stuff because part of me is like, it'd be cool if you can move them over, but part of me is like, it's just gonna sit there in a box and collect dust because it's not like I'm actually like I have all of the hat Pikachu's from Sun and Moon. When they did the like Ash Hat Pikachu stuff, I have not redeemed. Mm -hmm. By the way, redeem your Hat Pikachu's for Sword and Shield. You have, uh, as of this podcast, fifteen days. But not once have I moved those Hat Pikachu's into Sun and Moon, Ultra Sun and Moon, Sword and Shield to be like, let me look at these Pikachu. Like I redeemed them. They went into my box. They have been sitting there for three years. I have never looked at them again. Well, <laughs> so I am making I, an all Hat Pikachu competitive team so i yeah. kind of feel the w same way about like as much as i do like collecting the 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 bulbasaur with the cubone skull and the pikachu with the wish hat with witch hat like i'm fine that they can't be moved over now it'd be nice if they can move over in the future but like right now i don't think it's the end of the world they, if they can't figure out spinda <laughs> <laughs> uh 
what I can say is that if you move over your cast form, because in Pokemon Go, you can collect all five versions of cast form, it will default to normal cast form. If you move over your Cherim, it will default to overcast. If you move over to Giratina, it will change it to altered. Your Zen Darmanitans will change to Galar. Your, if there's no Keldeo in the game, but the data miner says if you move your Keldeo Resolute, it will turn into Keldeo Ordinary. No Meloetta in the game, but if you move Meloetta Pirouette, I don't know what that word means. It will be Pirouette. Meloetta it's, Aria. It's a dance style and ballot. Oh, okay. So forms will revert. Uh, lucky and purified Pokemon will lose their lucky and purified statuses, which I think, going back to the hat Pikachu, I think this is more important than the hats. I think lucky Pokemon is something that they should bring to the main series games because it would encourage trading. Obviously, that doesn't exist yet, but I, I personally hope in future games, lucky is a thing that carries over to remakes or Gen 9 or Gen 10 or something. I think that's like a really cool mechanic. Pokemon you you send from home cannot be moved back. You know that. Uh, when you do move a Pokemon to home from Go and then go to Sword and Shield, the Pokemon absorbs the the trainer ID that home is set in, uh, not Go. And the other thing is, if you nickname a Pokemon in Go, for example, if you nickname it like Trade Me, and then you send it to home, it removes the nickname. When you move that to Sword and Shield... Uh, you can change the nickname once because it defaults, like if you traded an Apsil with, you know, the nickname was whatever, it changes it back to Apsil in home. When you move it to Sword and Shield, you can take it to the nickname guy. He'll say like, this is not your Pokemon. You can only nickname it once. Are you sure you want to change it? So I tested all that. Uh, I believe also, I'm looking at this chart of everything that we need to cover. Pokemon with a ribbon, so if you earn, like, the buddy, what is it called, the buddy ribbon? If you earn the buddy ribbon on a Pokemon and you transfer that from Go to home, uh, it loses the ribbon. Pretty much it loses ribbon, it loses lucky, it loses uh, purified. Shadow Pokemon you can't even transfer, you have to purify them before you transfer. You cannot transfer your buddy Pokemon is when it's equipped as your buddy, you have to unequip it. Unequip it? What is this, Magic the Gathering? <laughs> <laughs> can't move a mega evolution you can't move a pokemon that's defending a gym i think those are pretty obvious you get the mystery box okay i think that covers all the mechanics the 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 debate the the point of contention here is the transporter energy so they introduced an item called the transporter the transporter is what you use to move from point a to point b the transporter has this huge bar with no numbers on it that there is a secret hidden number which is ten thousand. If you transfer some Pokemon, that bar gets lowered. They don't tell you what a Pokemon is worth because the Pokemon company, I guess, hates numbers. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. And they don't tell you how much energy you earn, but you get 10,000 and you earn 60 an hour, which is one a minute. Pokemon are worth something. So a let's just say it's a let's just say you're you have a Bidoof, a Bidoof. Just, you know, maybe 13 CP Bidoof is worth 10 energy. So ideally, if you're the biggest Bidoof fan in the world and you've caught every Bidoof you've seen, you can transfer a thousand Bidoofs a week, which is a lot of Bidoofs. It's a lot of doof. And I think what we were maybe suggesting or talking about a couple weeks ago is maybe they only let you transfer 10 Pokemon a week. 
And when I asked my Twitch chat, when we asked Slack, and when I asked on Instagram, and when I asked on Twitter, a lot of people were like, hey, if it lets me do 10 Pokemon a week, I'm happy for free, because we knew there was going to be a cost for quote-unquote normal Pokemon, your Deerlings, your Magnemites, your Bulbasaurs, your Charmanders, your Bidoofs. You can do anywhere between 300 to 1,000 a week, which is a lot of Pokemon. Yep. But I feel like people don't care about that. <laughs> well, they made it complicated, though, right? Because they added the CP right, that's where the to add to the cost. Yeah. So the so, reason I said between three thousand, three hundred to a thousand is because if it's under, if it's under a thousand CP, yep, it's a thousand or less. That it's ten, but if it's above a thousand, there's like a, a like a hundred. There's like a hundred extra cost. So instead of it being ten transporter energy, it's a hundred and ten transporter energy. And then if it's like a Charizard, not regular Charizard at like 2,500 CP, anything over 2,000 gets a 300 extra cost. Ultimately, what this means is a normal Bidoof is either going to be 10 energy to transfer, 110 energy to transfer, or 310 energy to transfer, depending if it has CP under 1,000, 1,000 to 2,000, or 2,000 plus. Which is this weird hidden cost that they don't really talk about. Yep. But for the and most then part, it gets worse. <laughs> 300 Pokemon a week is still a lot of Pokemon. It's still a lot. I mean, if you're just wanting to clear out your storage, that's fine. If you're wanting to clear out your storage, it's fine. If you, if you have a, uh, a living dex, which I, I think a lot of hardcore Go players do, if you have a living dex from Bulbasaur to Kiram, I guess, right? Well, there's a couple Gen 5 missing. Uh, you know, uh, Calculion the Missing, but you can technically move all your non-legendary, non-mythical Pokemon from Gen 1 to Gen 5 in an instant. I mean, besides, like, tapping the button to highlight them all. Like, you can move 500-plus Pokemon in a day, which is to fill out your living decks, which is pretty awesome, in my opinion. Where it gets complicated and where people started to get mad at this is three different types of Pokemon. Four, I should say. Well, and there's a... You left out the shiny cost. Oh, that's what I'm about to talk. So, there is mythical Pokemon, which have a different cost than legendary Pokemon. Uh, which which those two cost pretty... Ex they're both pretty expensive, which I think the three of us would agree that mythical and legendary Pokemon should be more expensive than a Bidoof. I don't think anyone's sure. debating that. And then yeah. there, there is a shiny Pokemon, uh, which has its own cost. And then there's the final cost of a shiny Pokemon that is legendary and or mythical. They're technically different costs, but ultimately they're, they're pretty the same. We'll get to that. So a regular Pokemon is going to cost you between 10 transport energy to 310 transport energy. And you have 10,000. And then when you get to a mythical Pokemon or a legendary Pokemon, a legendary Pokemon will cost you a thousand transport energy. So ideally, you could transfer 10 legendary Pokemon a week. But of course, the CP comes into play if the legendary mm -hmm. Pokemon is above a thousand CP, then it becomes a little bit more expensive. And then if it's above 2000 CP, 
it becomes a little bit more expensive. So let's just say for the sake of this conversation, you can move about six legendary Pokemon a week. I think that's the average um, from what from everything I tested, all the combinations of selecting Articunos or selecting Heatrans or selecting Cresselias or selecting um, some Kyogres and some Heatrans. So you can do about six legendaries a week, maybe seven if you have some cheaper. Mythical Pokemon have a base cost of 2,000, so they're twice as expensive as legendary. That, I guess, makes sense. Mythical Pokemon are more rare than legendary. That's the really the main difference here. And again, there's some different costs. So if the mythical is above 2,000 or above whatever, it costs a little bit more expensive. This all makes sense. And then we get shiny Pokemon, which have its own costs. So a shiny Pokemon will be base 2000 technically yeah so we'll just say base 2000 so uh, if you could move about six legendary a week you can maybe move about four to five mythical a week and then that kind of lines up with shiny pokemon which is shiny pokemon you can maybe move about five you can technically move five a week there's a weird reason why this works but for the sake of the conversation right now we'll say you can move about five shiny pokemon a week and then a shiny. I think it's safer to say four because of the CP cost. Yeah. You can for sure almost always move four. Okay. But yeah, if you have a really high CP shiny, like non legendary, are you really moving that or are you keeping that for like raids? Because who's powering up shinies? You don't know me? Yeah, I guess. You know, I'm just like, Greg like, actually checks the value of a Pokemon after he catches it. And I'm like, why are you wasting your time? I only have just like... live your life. Maybe like 10 Shinies that I've powered max up, but that's because their stats were good and I planned to keep them and go forever because of raid carries, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> like, I guess, yeah, you could have a lot of... Maybe you just like powering up Shinies, but you didn't... No one knew that there was going to be this weird cost based off CP. So the the uh the last exception. So we talked about legendaries. Let's say maybe uh, six a week. Shinies about four to five a week. Technically more because you don't have to wait a full week to start transferring again. Um, mythicals about four a week. And then there's the last one that I think this is the one that made people very very angry, which was the shiny legendary slash shiny mythical, which costs the entire ten thousand. It f takes the whole bar. So you can only do one of those a week. And that is that is the transporter in a nutshell. And I think because now, of that last one that we brought up, one mythic shiny mythical, one shiny legendary a week, I think people don't care about the other stuff we talked about, which is like, hey, you could move 300, 2,000 plus CP Bidoofs in an instant. Like, people don't care about that because those Pokemon are common. They might already have them. They... They really want to focus on their, their legendaries, their mythicals, their shinies, which are the rarest Pokemon in these games. It's kind of like the trophies that you hunt for. I guess the majority of people <laughs> that are complaining are unhappy that they can only move like five shiny Pokemon at a time. And I guess my thought process is I think a shiny should be worth a lot in, in comparison to 100 Bidoofs. Uh, especially since, like, a shiny is, like, what a, most people have reported, or the Silver Road has reported, like, a shiny is one out of 450. Minus Community Day stuff, right? Which is only existed for three hours, and then it goes back to the one in 450 or whatever it is. I think shinies should be a lot. 
I think that shinies should cost more than legendaries, personally, because even in main series games, you are guaranteed legendaries just by playing. You are not guaranteed shinies. While in a main series game, you will only get the one Mewtwo, you will only get the one Kyogre, you will only get the one Groudon through your playthrough. You could restart your game and get a second one, but that's time consuming. You know, I played Pokemon for 18 years before I got my first shiny in a main series game. So I would argue that legendary should be expensive, but shinies should also be more expensive. And then ultimately your grand trophy would be a shiny legendary, which would be the most expensive. So I think in a hierarchy of costs, I think the order is correct. Like, I think a shiny should be worth more than a legendary, which I think is how the math works out. Yeah, and a, it does. And a mythical should be about the same cost as a shiny, but a shiny legendary slash mythical should be the most expensive. I just don't think people are happy with that in the sense of like, well, I can only move five and I have 400 shinies, so it's going to take me all year to move that. Like, I understand that complaint. I get it. I, think- I don't think them saying you can move 10 shinies a week makes that better. I think they would I think they would still have the same complaint of, well, instead of taking eight months, it's going to take me five months. I'm still mad. <laughs> but well, also- I, think, I mean, I think part of the thing is that the costs are hidden and the one cost that isn't hidden is outrageous. The, the, the refilling of the transporter. How much can I pay to throw more energy into my transporter? Ten bucks. Ten dollars. Ten for ten thousand? Ten for ten thousand. Well, yep. ten well, it depends. So if your transporter's halfway full, you pay five. So it is you pay five. But if it's completely empty, you pay ten. I, I can see them offering discounts and uh <laughs> when I have my subscription, I will actually get double transporter energy per month or something like that. This is my opinion on the transporter. I think they set it so high so no one pays it. I don't think... I mean, that's not true. People will pay it. P- people will pay it, but I, but if they wanted to maximize revenue, I, I don't think $10 is it. I think that if they would have set it at 2 or $3, they would have made more money. Because people are more likely to go... It's the same instance of if you were doing raids with a friend and you ran out of raid passes. I've done this to Greg a million times. You and have, I, and, and I, I go, hate you for it. And I go, come on, Greg, it's only a dollar. This is our last raid of the night. Just just get it. And then Greg goes, well. It's always the last six raids are always the last raid of the night. Yeah. And you go, and you go, yeah, you're right. It's only a dollar. But there's a huge mindset between it's only a dollar or it's only $3 to it's $10. It's $10. I think that the cost was strategically placed. So when people go, it is not, I want to move my shiny Darkrai. That has used up my entire bar. I do not want to pay $10 to move my shiny Deoxys. I will just wait six days. And I think most people accept that logic of, I'll just wait. But if it was 2 or $3, I would say more people would go, well, it's only 2 and $3. I'm only going to do it once. But it's never once, right? No. You know how many people? Bobby, 
I'm calling out Bobby. Bobby has texted me several times of, I'm never going to buy incubators again. And every single event, that dude buys incubators and goes, well, I spent $15 on incubators. I didn't get any shinies. Like, I think the cost was set high because there will be, there, there are definitely people out there with, look, I actually like the $10 cost because what the $10 cost tells me is that's something I can work forward to in life. When I am so comfortable in life <laughs> that I can spend $10 to move a dark cry and it is nothing to my bank account. I have more money than time. Then Niantic has given me the, the golden ladle of, Steve, we're proud of you. You've made so much money IRL that you can just, it's, it, you, it doesn't even matter anymore. Move all golden your dark cry right ladle. now. I will say this. I I disagree with your people will just accept that logic and be fine with it. I don't think they're fine with it. I think they look at that prohibitive cost and say, well, I guess I have to wait. And that dissatisfaction is a dangerous game for them to play. Is it dissatisfaction of people who are just impatient? Or is no, it... No. I was, I was not happy with that price, and I have... But I you're never going to pay that price. Game. There's not I'm never going to pay it. Yeah, you're but never going to pay it. But when you, I looked you play at that Pokemon price, Go went, every day. I, when I looked at that price, I went, you have got to be kidding me. Okay, even if that price was like $3 to refresh, why would you pay it? You, you, you log into Pokemon Go every day. Is there, is there some dire need where you need all 50 of your shiny Squirtles in a different place that yes, you're never going to I do? I have Community Day coming up tomorrow. Yeah, but that 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 is that ah, is the need there's of There's the your... rub. He's got to dump out those boxes. Right, so that he is has your laziness room. talking. You could go through and you could clear I out so have. many Pokemon. De- delete, delete the not, delete your Bidoofs. Delete your delete no, your because you're gonna things. be like, trade me something super old so I get it lucky because <laughs> I don't have it. You are part of the problem, Steve. You're like, don't get rid of that, because that's from, like, 2016, and then you can trade it to me, because I don't have that lucky yet. This is what you do. You enable the problem, and then you yell at people for reacting to you enabling the problem. I think the more important thing that the Pokemon Company and Niantic has done here is force you, force you as the player, to come back to their game. And I think that is more important than making money up front. Because I, <laughs> Pokemon Go or any other mobile game wants you to log in every day. And they want, they want you to think about their game consistently. And now this is another layer of you thinking about their game. Of like, this uh, every Tuesday I get to transfer my five Pokemon. Or, my, or I'm looking forward to next... Tuesday, when I'm going to transfer my dark cry, uh, my shiny dark cry. It, it, you coming back to the game, I think, is more important than them making ten dollars up front. It's it's a risk because a week is a long time, and if you aren't playing that consistently, and you are really excited about moving things over and was going to get back in the game, and you hit that wall, thinking, "Oh, I'll just come back in a week." That's that is seven days. Of a person who is dissatisfied, not opening their game, and then trying to remember, oh, right. If you had enough time to go to Twitter to complain about the price, and then in a week you forgot to log in to move your Pokemon, 
you are just the biggest baby in the world. Like oh. you, you are part of the problem. Like people, if this was such a big deal that you needed to tweet at Niantic to be like, the prices are too expensive. And then two weeks pass and you go, oh, I haven't even logged in to go to transfer my Pokemon. Do you actually really care or are you just complaining? Well, it's both. Here's, here's the thing of years in customer service. That initial reaction is the true reaction. When somebody is angry and they go somewhere to complain about it, that is in the moment. And then as they deal with those emotions and they shove that game aside so they don't have to be angry, that is the end result. It is all tied together in the bad customer service cycle. We get it all the time. I have worked in customer service for 24 years. People will call you when they're angry. And when you try to follow up with them, they're like, I don't want to think about this anymore. I'm done. I said what I wanted to do. But when they are talking to their friends, when they're talking to their family, and they say, well, why don't you play that anymore? Oh, it was just a cheap ripoff money grab, and I just can't deal with it anymore. Like, that negative press is not what you want. And it doesn't matter if you think, oh, because they had time to go to Twitter and complain. Of course they did, because they're in the anger in the moment. That's how bad customer service works. I think if this was a money grab, though, they would have lowered the price. They, they, I, I guarantee they would have made more money if the price was lower because people would have been more inclined to hit that button. So what oh, you're I saying agree. is it's more in line with my philosophy of they are hardcore judging people who wasted their lives to get hundreds <laughs> of shiny legendaries when they could have been out there living in the world. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think anything is wasted. Like... If you are doing something with those Pokemon, they will stay in Go. Like, I have no reason to move my shiny Darkrai from Go to home because it is my main dark attacker that I use in psychic raids, like against Cresselia. So that Pokemon that I use every psychic raid, or a lot this past month because of ghost raids too, like, that Pokemon that I am consistently using every day is not going anywhere. The, poke, the other two Darkrai that I have never touched that have been sitting there for a year plus because Shiny Darkrai was first available like a year ago. Like, yes, I will eventually move those Darkrai over, but they will go from not being touched and collecting dust in Go to not being touched and collecting dust in Home. Like, it, it's, it's the uh, real-life analogy of like, well, uh, I guess we got to move our Christmas decorations from the basement to the attic. Like, yep, you're going to move your shiny Squirtles from the basement that is Pokemon Go to the attic that is Pokemon Home, and they're not going... Like, it's not super vital to move those over. If you were like, oh, th- I only got a shiny Huntail in Pokemon Go, and I need to use this... Sh- I want to flex the shiny Huntail in a tournament coming up next week. Y- yeah, you would just move it over then and do that. But, but like, this, like, need of I need to dump... 500 shinies like today it is not in my opinion that dire of a need nor do i think niantic nor the pokemon company wants you to do that because if you were to dump all your pokemon all your rare pokemon at once you may be more you may be less inclined to come back to the game because now you've you've like that is the attachment that you have. I don't know what the word is for that is. So there there you go. That is I think the clearest explanation of your point right there is that if people dump all of their Pokémon out of Pokémon Go, they're not going to come into Pokémon Go anymore. Right. So put up a high barrier to keep people from doing that. 
Correct. It's like when I when I played. Yeah, uh, it's it's still like when a I, risk. When I played Fallout Three every single day. Back, gosh, when did that come out? I played Fallout Three every single day when it came out. Loved it. Put hours into it, like five hours a night for like five months. And then uh, my roommate saved over my game, and I lost everything. And I just from a from a game that I played every day and that I loved, I just had no desire to start over to go back because I that that separation broke. And I think that that is ultimately why this slow drip is in effect because if you were to take everything that you cherished in go and you were able to move it instantly and we already know that's not normal pokemon no one is cherishing their 40 badoofs they caught last week they they cherish those shinies they cherish those legendaries if you move them to one place you break that separation with go and you might not log into go that's why i don't think the ten dollars is the thing that matters i think i think that if they wanted to make money they would have re- reduced it up front because people would be more willing to pay it i think the ten dollars is boy that price sucks i'll just wait a week and then you do that every week and now you have something to look forward to you're logging in you're reading the news mm. you're seeing what events are going in you're watching the spawns change i think that is that is from a business perspective the smartest thing they could have done I, I don't think that it's the smartest thing they could have done. <laughs> well, I think in, it's in still customer retention. Like you are you are you are banking that more people will be fine waiting than aren't. And I think more people will be on, fine waiting. They, and yeah. you're banking on the people who aren't happy burning out and not trashing your game or your company. Those are two big risks. And especially now, since everybody's stuck at home and they have nothing else to do, those are two really big risks of we're going to launch something and people aren't going to be happy about it. And the people who aren't happy about it are way louder than the people who are. That is yeah. just the fact of business. And I, I, it, is, it is an absolute risk. It is, a, it is a bigger risk than I think you're downplaying. I think, I, I, I think though, they know the back end of the risk. They know how many people used bank. They know how many people used bank to home. They know how many people connected go to let's go. So I think on their end, we, we will never see those numbers. We'll never know. But they, I can't imagine that they were like, well, 50 This 50. is the same company that accidentally leaned on a button and turned off shinies. Hey. I know I th- I actually uh, I side with Steve on this. I think for the people who have already what, what do we got? 4 years in now? Is that yeah, how, how long we've been in this? Who have made that much of an investment into their Pokémon Go collection that it's it, it's going to take much more than this for them to walk away from Pokémon Go. They will definitely complain. <laughs> I mean, they will complain, but they will continue playing because it's like, I have already put so much time into this game. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, if there weren't other questionable decisions leading up to this one, I would be much more on the point. But they've already done a number of things that are very cash grabby. They've reduced bonuses for being stuck at your home for no good reason. Like, they have built up a lot of negativity already. So this isn't coming into a, we all love this game or we're all neutral with this game. They're walking into a somewhat hostile environment and dropping a big bomb. And the fact that they hide those numbers, the fact that they aren't upfront and transparent with how much you can and can't transfer, adds to that frustration. 
And I think it's a very dangerous game that they already have a bunch of people frustrated with raid pass grabs, incubator grabs, all of these things, and then have this be another barrier. It it adds to that frustration. And I think that's much harder for them to quantify. Like, they know how many people connected to XYZ, but that doesn't, that was at a different point in time than yeah. where we are now. And there's a huge risk now because they've angered a lot of people about a lot of things in a short amount of time recently. But I think right now they probably <laughs> they probably know that people are mad and they probably don't want people dumping all their Pokemon because that will separate them from the game and they want people to keep logging in. It's, uh, yeah, they may. I, I, I stick by the fact that they are playing a very risky game. <sighs> They'll never tell us what happens, right? But right, yeah. I, I, I think they are really taking risks with their good name that don't need to be taken. I, I still think, though, if they allowed 10 shiny Pokemon a week instead of five, I still think we would have the same reaction. I, oh, I agree. I think if they were transparent with the costs and they were very transparent with or they lowered the price to refill, we would have a very different conversation. But the fact that they, A, made it hard to find, B, were terrible at communicating it, C, you have to go to third parties to find the costs, and then if you did that and didn't understand the refresh rate or anything, and you saw, oh, it's going to take another week for this to refill up, or I have to pay $10, like, that's bad, 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 bad. Yeah. Like, that's a bad experience all the way down, because they just refuse to be transparent. And that hurts them as a company. That anytime yeah. I don't any think that's Niantic, though. I think that's be, the Pokemon company. Yeah, but... Niantic's going to take the brunt of that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Which is bad. I mean, that's just a bad deal to be in. Yeah, the Pokemon company hates assigning numbers to their Pokemon that aren't, like, level H and, like, level and HP values. Like, they don't want us to know that it's 1 in 25 on community days, even though we all know it's 1 in 25. Yeah, it, it's so... In the year that we live in, in in the world that we live in, and the people that do this research, to stubbornly be like, no, no, we're just, you know, even though everybody can figure it out, no. It's like, it's like, <laughs> I do, I, one of the things that drives me crazy with people who ro run role-playing games, like, we've all figured out what number we have to hit to be able to hit the monster. Stop being coy about it. We all figured it out five minutes ago. You can just tell us. It doesn't change the game. <laughs> it just makes it faster. So, Greg, you secretly come out as a game gobbler. I see mm. how it is. I'm not a game gobbler. Like, I'm one of the people that looked at it and went, well, I'm not paying that. And since I already play it every day, it's like, whatever, I'll move it. I just moved enough so that I had space on community day if I do it. My apathy for the game keeps me from being angry at the game. Because I honestly, like... I'm mean, like, oh yeah, I should log into that today and do some stuff. But if I don't, I don't. You know, I'm not super invested in Pokemon Go one way or the other. I do it to be able to play with, like, community days with you, and I'll do it to keep up with certain things, like, oh, I should just log in today because I'm sitting on lunch, and it's just there. But I am not invested in the game anymore. That ended a very long time yeah. ago. I mean, I'm still like happy with go <laughs> as it turns out like i still like go um and as 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 i do agree that i i kind of wish i could move over 
more of the Pokemon that are rare to me, like Deoxys. Like, I can only move, what, like, five Deoxys a week, I think I calculated on stream. And I would have, like, just a tiny little bit left. It would take me months, because I, I think I have, like, 81 Deoxys, because I never threw away a Deoxys. Um, so five times, what, 10, 12, like, like over 10 weeks to move 80-some Deoxys over. Like, no one needs AD Deoxys, but the reason, the, the reason I never have thrown away a Legendary, ever, or a Mythical, ever, or a Shiny, is because even though I now have 30 Shiny Squirtles, or I have 81 Deoxyses, not everyone has a Deoxys. Like, Deoxys, for what it's worth, is still pretty rare. Like, yeah, you could have bought Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire, gone through it, got the Deoxys at the end, but not everyone played that game. Not everyone had $40. So for me, the value was, I want all of these mythicals, I want all these legendaries that I eventually, I'm for the most part, paid money for, uh, whether it was a free raid pass or a dollar raid pass or a dollar fifty remote raid pass. And now that I will be able to move these Deoxys over eventually, um, I can trade them to people. And I can be like, here is, like, I trade me a Pidgey, I don't care. Here's a Deoxys for you. So, like... <laughs> Like, that, that is exciting to me, like, the same way, uh, like, getting Christmas presents for people is. Like, I don't care about receiving Christmas presents, but I like giving Christmas presents. So, like, yeah, even though I can't move all 80 Deoxys over this weekend, I'm also probably not finding 80 people in a single weekend to be like, here's a Deoxys. Actually, I probably could find 80 people <laughs> on my Twitch show. I mean, yes. But, like, yeah, I I'm not in a rush, but I, al I also think that, like... This will change in the future. They will make it so you will be able to move more Pokemon in the future. Future, they're just drip feeding it. And I, I do agree that it can, it has, we've seen it, caused frustration with people because they wanted to dump their Pokemon and now they have to set an alarm every Wednesday to be like, okay, this is the day I move another five shiny Squirtles. I mean, people get resentful of an outside thing that tells them how they have to interact with their thing. Like, that is just, that is always a, that is always a resent maker. I eventually resented Animal Crossing again for making me have to be there every day. Like, there is a resent that builds up when something that is supposed to be fun demands you to come on their schedule. All right. Well, that's been talked to, talked to forever. <laughs> On the flip side, the rest of the news we have is not that controversial. Controversial? That's uh, what you think. Yeah, that's what you think. Oh, we just boy. Wait, we wait till all, we talk we about ideas. Pokemon Center arriving to Canada and how we should shut it down. <laughs> okay, we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we have Zarud, Canada, and some Pokemon Master stuff. We will be right back. Hey, uh, what do you guys think about Pumpkin Spice? Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin spice and pumpkin spice frosted flakes. Pumpkin spice and pumpkin spice mini weed. Pumpkin spice and pumpkin spice frosted flakes. Pumpkin spice and pumpkin spice pop tarts. Pumpkin spice coke. Get ready for pumpkin spice Dr Pepper. Nice. Pumpkin spice and pumpkin spice frosted flakes. Pumpkin slice and slice and slice. We got the peppermint mocha. 
And we are back from our break. We have a little bit of Masters news. They introduced two new characters, so I figured we'd cover them. First one was... Oh, actually, this article covers both of them. Uh, This is off Pokemon.com. Nate and Braviary and Bianca and Musharna and Time Trials come to Pokemon Masters EX. There is a flurry of activity happening in Masters EX. I don't know about flurry, but okay. (laughs) There's activity happening in Masters EX. A full disclosure, I'm partnered with DNA. Kicking off two new trainers of Unova region from November 11th through the 29th, the flying-type sync pair Nate and Braviary and the psychic-type sync pair Bianca and Musharna will be available. Both five-star sync pairs can be raised to sync six-star EX. From November 15th to the 29th, you will also have a chance to scout two new sync pairs that uh, that appeared briefly last year's holiday season. Rosa and Delibird and Cybold are an octillery, both five-star sync pairs. This year, Rosa can be raised to six-star EX. New and recurring sync pairs could serve you well in the new time trial event, which challenges you to win battles in the shortest possible time. The faster you complete, the more points you earn. You can exchange your points for a variety of rewards. You may need to rethink your strategy to get the shortest time. That's it. That's pretty much it. Uh, I think it's kind of a little early for Rose and Delibird, but I, I guess, sure. I mean, start start Christmas now. Uh, my assumption is there's going to be a new Christmas pair. That's why they're doing these from the 15th yeah, through the 29th. Sure. I could see that. Deli Bird could also be <coughs> Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah, if you cook them, sure. Yep, that <laughs> was my intent. Rude. There's no surprise with Bianca and Musharna here. I think that was no. very obvious. Uh, Braverary and Nate? Nate? That seems fine. Sure. I protest, but whatever. That seems all right, I guess. I can't remember what else, like... Nate uses because you're Nate technically, right? Yeah, I don't know if Nate is any good. I don't know. I haven't heard any either of those two pairs as being great. Like I've not heard anybody saying, "Oh, really? Pull this. This is like they're super good." Like Alder was supposed to be really good, which I never got. Alder's still going though, right? They didn't pull him yet. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess I was going to pull for Alder and Nate, but I guess I'm going to pull for Rosa and Cybold because they're limited. And, like, Nate and Bianca and Alder are not. They just go back into the pool afterwards. The pool <laughs> the pool of ever-growing characters. Yeah. Do we know what Bianca is supposed to do? <laughs> uh, I did not look into that, no. She just exists as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I treat Valid. Bianca the same in every game. She just exists. <laughs> it's funny because it's true. This is uh, off. This is another press release that was sent to me. Mythical Pokemon Z Rude to debut in new Pokemon animated movie, the Pokemon trading card game, and the video game distribution. Today. Today. The Pokemon Company International announced that the mythical Pokemon Zarude will start in the next animated film. They act like we didn't know this (laughs) film existed. Pokemon the movie Secrets of the Jungle, the latest and the latest Pokemon trading card game expansion that announced today, which was Vivid Voltage. 
and it will appear in the best-selling Pokemon Sword and Shield video games in the upcoming distribution. So this movie was called Pokemon the Movie Coco. In Japan, they can't figure out how to spell it. Is some, some of their promotional material is C-O-C-O, some is K-O-K-O. Maybe America thought, let's just not deal with this and let's just rename it to Secrets <laughs> yeah, of the Jungle. let's just rename it. The newest animated film of the beloved Pokemon franchise, Pokemon the Movie Secrets of the Jungle, will be coming to fans in the world in 2021. This will actually come in Japan on Christmas Day. Trainers can watch the official trailer here. It is just the Japanese trailer with English voices. The 23rd animated film tells the story of Coco. Now, the English release is spelling it K-O-K-O. A young boy raised by Pokemon and the creation of a new bond between humans and Pokemon deep in the jungle, far from any human settlement in the forest of Okoya, a Pokemon paradise forbidden to outsiders protected by a secret code of rules. In this jungle lives Coco, a human boy who has been raised by the mythical Pokemon Zarude. Coco has grown up never doubting that he is a Pokemon. But one day, a chance meeting Ash and Pikachu leaves Coco with his first human friend. Is he truly a Pokemon? Question mark. Or is he, in fact, a human? Question mark. If you're lucky, trainers, you may too find the threats of the forest of Okoya and the bonds between Pokemon and human, as well as the love between a parent and a child will be put to the test. Is this going to be like, Zarude doesn't trust humans because no oh, Pokemon trusts humans? Absolutely. Also, uh, Coco is a ditto. Yeah. You think Coco's a ditto? I'm sure. just throwing that out there right now. What if he's a Zoro? <laughs> <laughs> he's a Zorara. I um, mean, do you think they had to spell Coco with a K because Coco with a C is already a movie in another property? Yeah, I thought they would spell it with a C because they didn't want to have confusion of Tapu Coco. But yeah, then the they falls into the other Coco movie. <laughs> with the very litigious other company that owns that movie. This is the one where like there's a Coco card coming and it is technically yeah. the boy. So maybe the boy, maybe the boy is Celebi. No, that doesn't make sense because Celebi is no. Celebi. <laughs> Celebi is maybe Celebi. Is Celebi. Co- maybe he's a Mew. Mew can transform. Oh, Mew, Ditto, Zor- Zorua, Zorark. That's four Pokemon. I don't know. Do we think that Coco will be able to speak to yes. Ash, having never been around humans? Oh yeah, the power of Pokemon <laughs> gives you anything. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming there's time travel in the movie. That's why Celebi is there. That's right. Celebi is in the movie. Don't forget. So maybe he is a boy, but at the end, they time travel back, so we all forget that they are <laughs> releasing a TCG card of a human. Maybe that's the goal. Um, does this movie sound good, or does it already sound like a hot mess? Uh, It sounds... Look, they can't go worse than The Power of Us, right? No, they can't. Valid. So is this in the Power of Us universe, or is this in the other universe? I think this is in the universe that split with I Choose You, which is just because it's just Ash, because all of those movies have just been Ash. Ash and Pikachu. Hmm. So the assumption is Ash doesn't use any of his Pokemon besides Pikachu, so we never know what he has. His uh, rival, his companions are not with him like they were in the last... Do you think Coco can be caught in a Master Ball? 
Well, who would waste their Master Ball on a human? It's the rarest. <laughs> the I rarest know, one. it's the most dangerous game. I mean, uh, let look, it the loose on the grounds and chase it down. cannot possibly be bad because there's a Cramorant in it. Well, there you go. There's no way it could this be bad. Is, this is the Munchlax and the hot dog machine argument again. That was it a good movie. Definitely, it definitely could be bad in everything around that one moment. No, 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 no. There was no, no, there no, was no, 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 no good no. Pokemon in The Power of Us. What were you going to say? Bonsly is fun? No one can. No. Why would I... In what universe am I defending Power of Us? Right. But that's why The Power of Us is bad. That's what I'm saying. The, the Power of Us was bad because of the Pokemon choices in the movie. Oh, it was bad for more than the Pokemon <laughs> choices in the movie. But the Pokemon choices set it up to be bad. They didn't help. If if you're a director and you've already <laughs> picked bad Pokemon, you have already made bad choices beyond the script. That's what I'm saying. This person picked Cramorant to be in the movie. He can't possibly, he or she cannot possibly write a bad movie if they have good taste in Pokemon. That is the logic that I am applying here. That is the bad logic you're applying there. You're assuming that they're that they're the same person that's making those choices. <laughs> we I, know that many people work on these films. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's true. What Pokemon were even in Power of Us? There's uh, one that died. Zero Aura. <laughs> Zero Aura. <laughs> not Lugia. Lugia. Well, I mean, yeah, Lugia for about forty five. Not even forty five second. seconds. Lugia was like maybe fifteen seconds. Zero Aura didn't even get more than like five minutes of screen time. <laughs> and they are still the thing that boggles my mind is Zara Aura is just getting wrecked, and Ash is like, "No, it wants it this way." I'm like, "I'm pretty sure it doesn't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's getting wrecked and would like some support, kid." Gosh, that movie is bad. Okay. More to this press release. The new TCG Sword and Shield Vivid Voltage has been released. Zarud makes its debut. How did we not figure this out? Why, are, why is everyone dumb? Everyone looks like... like Remember when they showed the, the one trailer back when the Isle of Armor came out and then the, 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 the CEO of the Pokemon company, the rich guy, who no one ever complains <laughs> at because they would rather complain to Masuda instead. The guy who runs the Pokemon company, Ishihara... He's sitting there, and he's sitting there in front of, like, uh, like a, uh, an Umbreon and a Espeon plush, and he has, like, the, the Nintendo Switch in the background with Eevee and Pikachu on it, and people are like, let's go, Johto is coming, look at the sign is on the wall. How did we not, like, but no one goes, hey, Zarude is coming out in Vivid Voltage. I bet they announce a Zarude distribution when Vivid Voltage comes out, because now they have to actually acknowledge Zarude in America. Like, yeah, it, like, super obvious in retrospect that, like... Because nobody cares about that. I mean, they want that Let's Go Johto, I guess. Yeah, I they care about that. Zarude is in Vivid Voltage as a card. It is available now, if you can find it. There's also a new type of card called Amazing Pokemon. Amazing Pokemon feature legendary or mythical Pokemon illustrated with vividly rainbow backgrounds that extends outside of the frame, as well as foiled and etched details of a special rarity symbol. When you thought that they couldn't make... This is the real money grab. It's not Pokemon Home. It's not the $10. 
It's the it's this this it's this hidden rarity they keep introducing in the TCG. Yep. Because first it was like, oh, you only had rare, and then it was like, oh, okay, now you have ultra rare. Oh, now you have secret rare. Now we have the rainbow rare. Now we have these gold shiny rare. Now you're telling me that there's these amazing rares. I can't keep up. There's 180 cards in this set. Uh, six amazing rares. Six VMAX, including Pikachu VMAX or Beetle VMAX, Colossal VMAX, shown in their Gigantamax form. 11 V cards, plus 13 full art V cards. The TCG is the ultimate scam. Well, yeah, that's why I've been, I've been telling people TCGs have been an ultimate scam for a long time. All and you're TCGs like, are the ultimate scam. Yes. Yes. And Steve, you're like, if I come, when I come there, I'm going to make you play Pokemon TCG. Playing the TCG is not the same as collecting the TCG. <laughs> it's still a scam because the good cards, people know them and then they break them out of packs and sell them for $5 million. That's true. Uh, it's so, all a scam. So here is how Zarud will be distributed. Everything. Uh, the entire franchise. This podcast is a scam. We have a Patreon, ISE.cash. In further celebration of Zarud and the appearance in Pokemon the movie The Secrets of the Jungle and the Pokemon trading card game, trainers will be able to receive Zarud in Sword and Shield game by signing up for the Pokemon Trainer Club email notification by November 20th. I've seen a lot of sites report this, but they uh, clearly do not have reading comprehension because literally the next sentence is, Trainers who register this way will get the email for Zarud on December 11th. So I'm very excited for people to uh, complain on November 20th why they haven't gotten Zarud. Even though, I don't know where these people are reporting their news from. But this is off Pokemon's official website. It's in the same paragraph. You gotta sign up for the email on November 20th, before November 20th. And you will get your email for Zarud on the 11th. Now, if you do not know how to do that, I did tweet the support link on Twitter yesterday, or when you're listening to this on Friday, of how to verify your email is on. So go to my Twitter, scroll back until Friday. I tweeted like three times on Friday. It should be easy to find. When you get the Zarud, it will be level 60. It will know Leaf Guard. It will have the moves Close Combat, Power Whip, Swagger, Snarl, Dark Grass type Pokemon. Is the American press release. So, I know the question is, what if I live in the UK? What if I live in Ireland? What if I live somewhere else? I do have that available here off Serebii. Okay, so the US. Sign up for the newsletter. Check to see if, if your Pokemon stuff is going to spam. If you're worried, have your significant other, have a friend, have your mom. Sign up for the newsletter through the Trainer Club account. If you're in the UK, you can either do game which is their GameStop equivalent. You can walk into a game store if they're open, or you can go to the game online store in the near future. I don't know what that means. I've never been to a game, but I assume it's like past distributions. In Ireland, it will go through GameStop's website. I don't know what that means. GameStop, at least in America, has only been in-store, so I'm not 100% sure what that means. In Germany, it, you have to go to GameStop in the store, and you can do that now for our German listeners. Apparently, it will be on GameStop online on December 1st. In Austria and Switzerland, GameStop in-store now. 
in the Netherlands and Belgium, Game Mania. You have to sign up on their website. Codes will be sent out every Friday. In France, Micromania. I have no clue. <laughs> these, these game stores are out of control. You have to sign up on their website to get a code. And then in Portugal, you have to go to FNAC stores. No clue what that is. Uh, no word on Canada. No word on Australia. I'm so sorry to you all. <laughs> but that's, that's everything Serebi has reported thus far. But to be fair, I think Australia didn't get Zera Aura until like five months after the movie stopped showing. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know about Canada. Canada also is sometimes delayed. I think Canada can sign up for the Trainer Club account, if I'm not mistaken. So do that, I guess, with the hopes. But Canada doesn't have GameStop. They have EB Games. So I guess probably something with EB Games in the near future. These codes should be universal, though. So just like if you bought a movie ticket in Japan, you get the 16-digit code. One of those numbers. Yeah. And you should be yeah, able to something. redeem them. What is stopping somebody in Canada or Australia signing up for the Trainers Club newsletter? I don't think it asks for your location, does it? I don't think so. I don't remember. I, I've i been signed up for those things for so long. Yeah, because they send out like yeah, one free, free TCG code like a month. Yeah. Also, like people who had to sign up for the last time and they were like, oh, I have to sign up for it again. Why didn't you just leave it? It's not hard to delete an email. Yeah. Like, you know this is how they distribute things. Like, just stay on the list. Can I, Can I, as a U.S. person, go to Game Mania's website in the Netherlands and just sign up on their website and get a code? Well, like, how, how are you, you going to read the language? Dutch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I got Google Translate. That's how it works, right? No. Because <laughs> you're going to get, like, the completely wrong thing. How hard is Dutch? I don't know. Any, I don't know anything like in Dutch. How do they German say hello in Dutch? Extra level. Hola. That's Spanish. That's Spanish. Well, the glass is oof to tafel. Zerud is out. No word on the shiny Celebi, which I think was a concern of some people. Japan got shiny Celebi. Doesn't they could do this at a later date? Give the shiny Celebi when maybe it's for Christmas. They they could give the shiny Celebi when the movie actually comes out. Right. Mm. Shiny Celebi isn't in Vivid Voltage. So if they're waiting to do two of them, they could just not do Shiny Celebi. That's very true. Um, but, they, but they could do and probably will do a distribution when the movie actually comes out in the United States, which we don't know when that is. I still strongly believe it will be exclusive to Netflix. Netflix yeah. has a bunch of money to spend. Speaking of Canada not getting anything... Uh, the Pokemon Center does now arrive to Canada. Previously, the limited U.S. availability Pokemon Center offers a high, variety of high-range Pokemon merchandise. Uh, we are thrilled to announce Pokemon Center is coming to our fans in Canada, giving them an additional way to give us money. Oh, uh, sorry, an additional way to express and celebrate their favorite Pokemon fandom through premium merchandise, says Cindy Rupenthal, the director of e-commerce for the Pokemon Center Inter Company International. Quote, Pokemon Center has something for every type of trainer, whether it's to play, collect, decorate, or wear. 
We look forward to see, seeing even more trainers enjoy these offerings. In celebration, Pokemon Center customers in the U.S. and Canada will receive a TCG promo card featuring special delivery Pikachu with no additional cost with any eligible purchases while supplies last. Oh, look at this. For those interested in... <laughs> what am I looking at? Oh, sorry. I'm reading it. This is the last sentence in this press release. For those interested in staying up to date on Pokemon, on upcoming PokemonCenter.ca, they can sign up for the email newsletter at club.pokemon.com slash US slash Pokemon Trainer Club slash sign up. I'm assuming uh-huh. Canadian people will still get the newsletter like American <laughs> people when specifically there's the U.S. could stand for United States. It could stand for the power of us, but I would Good. argue that it probably stands for U.S. But they're telling Canadian fans to sign up for Club.Pokemon. So if you're in Canada, just sign up for the newsletter and hope that you get it. Look, just sign up for everyone. Just sign up for the newsletter. I don't know, you're getting Pokemon emails. What if you're listening to a podcast for two hours about us complain about Pokemon Go? You can sign up for an email from the official Pokemon company. That would be the logic. Let me check the Attic channel. Shout out to Haley for the Pokemon Center coming to Canada news. The giant Metapod thing. We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> That can wait. That can wait. Was that real? It is real, yeah. It's not fake. No, it's it's a giant. $350. Um, It's sold out. Caseify has doing another drop of Pokemon stuff. I believe that's available now. You can do like the Grookies, the Sobbles, the Score Bunnies. You can get your name customized on it. Caseify cases are pretty expensive when it comes to iPhone cases. But they're pretty nice. They're really nice quality. They're a little bulky, but yeah, they're a little expensive. But Caseify... Is doing another Pokemon drop. I believe that's available now. Shout out to Stuart for that. Wow, more Pika's already sold out. Grookey sold out. Dang it. I do like their cases. I just wish they were a little thinner. They gotta be bulky for when you drop your phone, though. Question of the week, Greg. What? 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 Okay. Ready? It's not my fault if your question don't get asked. Blames on SBJ. It's the question of the week, baby. Clue what that song was. Uh, Dua Lipa. Right? Nope. Ooh. Name that tune. Wait. Uh, oh, uh, it's Juice. Mm hmm. Juice. Yeah. That's not the artist, it's the word in the song. Yep. You're but burning, I, I, you're burning the candle here. Yeah, I don't listen to enough pop music to. Ugh. I need New Jersey Chris to be my, uh, what is it? Dial a friend? Your phone a friend? Yep. Uh, this is from Pat. It says, if you could remove one feature that you dislike from main series or spin-off franchise, what would you remove? Pay to win. <laughs> I mean, Steve's going to say all the different stones. Dang, how did you know? Because that's all you ever complain about. There's too many. They've gotten rid of so many things that I've hated already, like HMs and breeding was terrible. I mean, I want them to bring back berry planting. Hey, they didn't say bring back. They said remove. I know. I'm trying to think of what to get rid of. Will, what do you, Will's pay to win. Anything else? No, I honestly, uh, I think marks. <laughs> <laughs> marks and ribbons. Get rid of them. Yep. 
No. I mean, ribbons, whatever. Nobody ever cared about ribbons. But it's basically, like, I was discussing this with uh, Texas Chris. It, they were, everybody's named Chris these days. But um, marks are basically there now because shinies are too available. And it's like, we have to have something that's exclusive to keep the obsessive people in here trying to get the fancy stuff. <laughs> and I'm like... You know what? It's just like every time I get there, you you make it that one more level more difficult, and I'm I'm not. I mean, you can just ignore <sighs> marks, like to like I, I could I, just ignore I, shinies I, too, and yet that seems impossible to do. I was gonna say pokey jobs, but I just ignore pokey jobs. Yeah, they're really bad. They're not great. And then pokey jobs just want me to bring Pelago back because Pelago is good. Yeah, and you can plant berries there. Too many items. I don't think there's too many items. Steve does. There really. I mean, you know, I would like to see a lot of the work that I do is like increasing efficiency by consolidating duplicative things. And it's like, do we need DNA splicers, reins of UID? <laughs> yeah. Like, can we just get like this is the change the mode item, and <laughs> that's all you need. I mean, that's Steve's thing, though. I mean, I don't disagree that there are too many key items for, for mode changes. Yeah. Um, what would I remove? What would I remove? Anything I want to remove, I want to replace. Like, I would be like the bike, because I want Pokemon yeah. riding back. Yeah, I mean, I'd like... I want... I, I'm not a huge fan of the bike. It's fine. I'm not thrilled about it. But I don't hate it enough to remove it. But I would prefer it to be, like, in Sun and Moon. That was fun, although calling 18 different things was a little annoying. It is nice that it's all in one. They got rid of HMs, which is the greatest things they ever did. Yeah, I mean, I could get rid of this sort of I could get rid. I I don't like that there's TMs and TRs. Mm. Like, you get so many TRs that it makes that almost pointless. It's like, I don't know if that's what they had planned on doing. Yeah, I but can like, see that. But, that, like, that didn't really add anything to the game. I have, you know, 300... That's just another thing to collect. Yeah, it's just another thing that racks up. And uh, you only ever use it on one or two. So, it, it that division... Like, I thought it was cool when I got it. I'm like, oh, cool. And then, eventually, I realized, oh, I just have so many of these things that... In essence, they are all TMs because I have so many of them, and there's so few times that you're going to use one that's very specific that you're going to pop it on to one, and the ones that are very common are already TMs. I think they should get rid of the move forgetter and the move rememberer because it makes it too easy for people. Get it right the first time or start <laughs> over. <laughs> start over. Move. Uh, the only thing I think, like, Repel doesn't do anything anymore. Yeah, Repel can go. Chairman go. Rose. Get rid of Chairman Rose. That was <laughs> like I, I would actually rather see do you, do you know how they do the comic where it's like Garfield without Garfield? Yeah. I want to just see the whole game where like Chairman Rose is an imaginary <laughs> creature <laughs> Every that everybody talk, talks about everybody but nobody talks ever sees. Rose, but he's not actually there. Uh I got it. I'm into that remake. Remove quick ball. But then you have to remove timer ball. Nah, Timer Ball's fine. No, they're pairs. Nah, Quick Ball's ugly. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they come... What? Have you ever caught a Zapdos in a Quick Ball? 
That's a yeah. match made in heaven. N- no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you fail. Yeah, I mean, like, even even the beginning of the game, like, they don't even show you a catch tutorial if you catch a Pokemon. They've done pretty good over the yeah, years. Yeah, they've, of... gotten, they've gotten pretty good at streamlining a lot of the super annoying things. I'm sure at, like, 3 a.m. I'll wake up I'm like, no, remove! Remove all of Mystery Dungeon, <laughs> the franchise. Oh, come oh, on rude. now. Just there because you don't enjoy it doesn't mean it's bad. It's fine. It's, like, cute, but, yeah, it's, like, very hard for it to keep my interest. We need another Pokemon Conquest. That's what we need. That game was pretty good, except for the ending. Man, they really grinded yeah. it out at the end there. Yeah, the We end need was... a new Pokemon Shuffle. We do. And a new Pokemon Ranger. It's not pay to win, Pokemon Ranger. Oh, the problem is we just don't have the styler anymore. I know. But it's a touchscreen. How's about Pokemon Ranger on the mobile? Ooh, that, yeah, but that I'm into. Make that happen. Well, give us our uh, Pokemon of the Week. Well, this is a mess because, man, I was so deeply asleep when you guys texted me. But here, last <laughs> week's Pokemon. All right. It was a poem. Uh, here we go with the poem. Short enough, I'll just read it. Thin and supple, floating in the wind, are you origami? Not the lawnmower, not electric, that is your brother. Your brother falsely named a tree, you are the grass one. Not a Pokemon, but are you anything but beastly? If you were, you'd be the seed, the thorn, not the drawn sword. All right, I couldn't have made that easier for you folks. Come on. It's... Frosted. How oh, so close, and yet you <laughs> misinterpreted the last line of the poem completely. It's Cartana. Cartana, correct. The Whose shovel icon is incredible. Oh, I mean, Cartana is just a great looking yeah, Pokemon. I love the design. Although, you know, I, Steve, were you using one in battles? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Salt I was vest. not, I did not like it in Sword and Shield when I was watching it on screen. I have to see it on my own, but I was not impressed. Is it so tiny? I think it was just it was moving weirder than I thought. Oh, it kind of like floats as if it's made of paper. It's not like solid. Yeah, there's something off-putting about it. I don't remember. It's got the highest attack set of all grass types and steel types. It's true because it's an ultra beast. Is that is that all the trivia's? There's some trivia here. Uh, it is um, in Pokemon Sun and Moon. Cartana has a base catch rate of 255, which is the same as a Pidgey. Due to a beast ball having a five times catch rate modifier, that means one will never fail trying to catch a Kartana in Sun and Moon. Despite being called UB Slash in Japanese, Kartana cannot learn the move Slash. In the anime, Kartana does speak the human language, but in reverse. I don't know if you guys have seen clips of that. Nope. I have. Yeah, if you play it backwards, it it's in English and it usually it's like usually them saying like I love to cut, <laughs> or like, I need to cut that's, this well. That's the stuff of nightmares right there. Uh, Cardano's cool. I like Cardano quite a bit. I like it a lot, too. It's uh, of the Ultra Beasts that I have disturbingly following me in the Crown Tundra. It is my favorite. All right. This week's Pokemon of the Week It's a real short one. It's a real easy one. Greg's already got it right. Uh, here we go. 
I was hardcore napping and completely missed the text messages from Steve and Greg letting me know that recording was starting, so I did not have a lot of time to repair this week's Pokemon. In podcast lore, this is the Pokemon that Greg defeated with a level 100 Roselia, I think. It has a primal form and has been featured as the box art for two games. There you go. (laughs) (sighs) This is the worst Pokemon of the week ever. It's obviously Chantop. Yes, (laughs) Uh, yes, yes. All right. I I mean, I can't can't knock them all out of the ballpark, folks. That's our episode. If you made it through, sorry. Like, I I shouldn't apologize. People are always like, love the two hours. There's nothing to apologize for. Uh, I am going to apologize because I did launch a TikTok. It's PKMNCast on TikTok. Well, now this is officially my last uh, episode of the program. (laughs) Yep. We launched a TikTok. We're trying to get to 10,000 YouTube follows by the end of the year. I don't know if we'll be able to do it. We're at like 7.5. Uh, YouTube.com slash PKMNCast. I'm still streaming on Twitch every day. PKMNCast. Instagram, PKMNCast. Uh, TikTok, I said. YouTube. Twitter, PKMNCast. Greg is at White Wing on Twitter. Will is at Wash in the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. I think that's been our show. If you think I'm wrong... Very easy to find me on Twitch to tell me I'm wrong. Come to Twitch. Be the doomer that you've destined to be. I like my Twitch people. They're very nice. Anyways, mm-hmm. thank you for listening. Appreciate anyone who reviewed us in iTunes this past week. Thank you. And we will see you guys next week. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super sleepy Will. This podcast is supported by our Patreon supporters, people that give us money. Uh, our producers of the show are Kevin, Casey, Patrick, Jetsy, Matthew, Kay, Catherine, Steph, Brian, and Courtney. And our executive producers are Spencer and Anthony. Thank you, everyone who listens to the podcast, and thank you, everyone who takes the extra mile to support us over on patreon we did as of this month update our patreon address so and so it is now patreon.com slash p-k-m-n-c-a-s-t same as the twitter the twitch the youtube the instagram everything is all universal now it is the same so if you're listening to an older episode where we say that it's wrong now um and the and of course the isc.cash up and working redirecting to that new domain Thank you again. If you want to support the show, you can head over to ise.cash or patreon.com slash PKMNCAST, PKMNCAST. And uh, I appreciate you guys listening, appreciate the support, and we will see you next week.